0: I'm a very alienated philosopher, and forget about all the psychological bullshit up and down. I want to ask especially you, actors, like, uh, where do you stand with regard to my three versions? Because don't buy that bullshit. At the very end, uh, you are free to choose. No, I hope you noticed it. I'm fully on the third side. course, I think uh, I do this on purpose to shock you. I think Antigone is the worst. Creon is a little bit better. And you know who knew this? Do you know? We don't have time to this. Don't talk too much, but... You know a little bit, Os, and then I will stop, believe it or not, uh, in support. You know? Of
1: course,
0: my three versions are not the only three. Of course, there are numerous other versions. One that I like pretty much, although it's often dismissed as even proto-fascist, is Jean Anouilh, Antigone. But, you know... There you see the entire madness of interpretations. You know that although the uh, reviewers were mostly critical, the public, for the first, it was premiered in forty-four till at least 1950, perceived this as a great play of resistance, French resistance, and Creon as state representative. But it's so interesting. I read now a long study on Anui preparing for you here. You know, I hope if you know a little bit of history, these names will mean something to you. Uh, Robert Brasillach, the great French proto-fascist intellectual. He was great intellectual. He wrote, I forgot, with another guy in the late 30s, the best, at, at that point, history of cinema with good appreciation of Soviet film and so on, and Charles Moraes, Action Francaise, another, they loved the play, Anouis, and they were absolutely for Antigone. But you know from what standpoint? Creon is a Jewish administrator, pragmatic. Antigone is a true figure of fascism, who stands for blood, Boden, against state, alienation, and I think this is part of What makes Antigone so attractive? Another thing, just to provoke you, I have to say this, another thing that may interest you is how often the newer versions make it too easy for them. An anecdote that happened to me, my good Jewish friend who is also connected with Palestinians, Udi, sorry, uh, Udi, well, want me to do to this stupid fellatio position right. <laughs> Udi Aloni staged in Jeanine Freedom Theater, Antigone and his version was of course actualized it's a Palestinian family, Antigone's brother is killed because he is part of West Bank resistance by Israeli military and she wants to bury him Israel prohibits him But I told him, this is making it easy. It's total
2: falsification.
0: You should never forget with Antigone that, if I may put it in brutal direct terms, I'm sorry, but uh, Polynecos was really a bad guy. So I proposed to Palestinians there, and they instantly agreed with me that the proper Palestinian version would be a big Palestinian West Bank family and they discover that their son informs Israelis. He's a traitor. And then he is killed and Antigone wants to bury him. And I was so glad to discover that uh, some PLO law whatever circles deal with this problem and it's a nice sign of Palestinian enlightenment. they found a relatively open formula. You are liquidated but then the family is allowed to bury you proper. Did you also, I'm sorry, I forgot her name, this mega scandal which happened here with you in Germany. There is a British sorry? In Dortmund, yes. a, 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 A British Pakistani writer, I'm sorry it's not racism, it's old senility, I forgot her name. She did a novel which was wildly prized, got prizes. It's called Home Fire, something like this. Uh, a story repeated in today's London. The brother of a Pakistani Muslim family joins ISIS. Then he wants to return home, admits he made it, blah, blah, blah. The point is that she got a prize, big prize, Nelly Sachs Prize in Dortmund. Then, when the committee discovered, a couple of months later, that she signed one or two uh, supporting letters for Boycott, BDS, they took the prize uh, back from her. Even Brecht, correct me if I'm wrong, I read Brecht's version a long time ago, makes it too easy. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in Bertolt Brecht's version, Antigone's brother or two brothers are killed as resistance gegen the Nazis and their bodies hang on some post, uh, how to call it? Lump, Stanger. Yes, and then they he, hang the, Hank, just left hanging there and she wants to bury them properly. But sorry, this, this, this makes you feel good this, uh, because you are trying to retain the dignity of a true hero. My ultimate German version of Antigone would have been sorry for the tastelessness, but I like to be tasteless. What if Adolf Hitler had a sister and she said in May '45, came into Russian, okay, you killed him now, I obey to a higher gazette, you know. All I wanted to tell you is that the problem is difficult. It's a serious problem. Okay, we can leave all these details for later. Just what I already explained to the actors. Uh, it's not critical. I'm too confused now to give all my reactions, but one moment that I liked is that when there is, at least in my scenario, a truly, really brutal moment, the greatest massive violence, at the end of my second version, when Tebe is burning, that you have chosen Goldberg Variations, no? As a, wow. I and now I can, i sorry, you, who? It. Yeah. yeah, but who has chosen it? Someone. You see, this is made, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, see, you did, you
2: <laughs> What I
0: want to say is that, you know, when they performed my Antigone in Zagreb, Agram, Hauptstadt, Croatian. <laughs> uh, Zagreb, the version, I had a very benevolent conflict, you know, for the final scene liquidation. You know which music I wanted? You would never have guessed. Very tender, soft. You know, those, that beautiful, he called it even, I think, Musique de meuble, a meuble, of furniture music. Eric Satie, those gymnop. And so on, now you will say you are crazy. Hey, 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 don't forget. Eric Satie, perceived as this bourgeois, you know, when he died in 24, he was a member of the Central Committee of the French Communist Party. I think we should rehabilitate that line of uh, French composers, Debussy, Ravel, Satie, who are perceived as the type of. You know,
1: (laughs) listen, my problem
0: with Bach is uh, the same as with Schenberg, whom I love. My problem with Bach is that if there are less instruments, with the exception of how to call it, organ, which I hate his music, all the better. I like uh, uh, cello and violin sonatas. That's a miracle. Leave this to philosophers to decide. Uh, You know why I like Schoenberg? After returning, no, he didn't return. In his last years, Schoenberg says that in a civilized country, you can say everything you want in music with maximum uh, uh, chamber, orchestra of five, six people, chamber, ensemble, that orchestras are needed only for stupid Americans, you know. (laughs) They understand it. And then it's a beautiful irony. Somebody asked him, but you wrote his masterpiece, my uh, uh, brother, Gure Leader, which is, I think, if you perform it properly, maybe a piece with greatest number of performers that you need double symphonic orchestra and five, six hundred people chorus and he gave a wonderful explanation that just a, cha- a chamber piece for six hundred people, you know and you approached a little bit this dimension even when people were shouting around and so on the chamber feeling was here okay Liest man noch uh, immer hier wenn ich uh, jung war wir lesen Karl May Winnetou. Und am Ende, Winnetou sagt immer, Hoek, ich habe gesprochen. Okay, das will ich jetzt sagen. Sagt, sagt, ich habe gesprochen.
3: Am Ende sagt Winnetou, Winnetou stirbt als Christ. Das ist der letzte Satz von Winnetou 3.
0: But do you have a problem with this? Uh, I mean, no, no, no. Uh, I'm an atheist Christian. And uh, good theologists develop this. That's why I like, are you here in Düsseldorf? If you give the wrong answer, I leave the city immediately. Are you Protestant or Catholic part? Or it's mixture? Because you know that I came from Malmo and met there. Uh, Norwegians and Swedes have some extremely intelligent theologists
1: whose version is that, and they quote as a proof, uh, uh, predestination that
0: the ultimate mystery of Christianity is that God, God that we encounter in book of, how do you pronounce it here, Job, Heob, the one, the book where... Uh, 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 the guy with the jokes. Yeah, yeah. That you can clearly see there that God may be, God the Father, all-powerful, but morally a total barbarian. And that, that this is how you should read the sacrifice of... Christ, it's God's apology. I screwed it up, sorry. I paid to you with the death of my son. But I speak too much.
3: Well, first of all, thank you for a little ride through the world. Um, I mean, clearly, the interesting thing about doing this piece is that you uh, became Brecht with a theology degree, right? Um, you joined the antique tragedy with the possibility of renewal, difference, uh, a different choice, a different life. No,
1: no, no, sorry.
0: I will, just to make clear my position here, and again, I provoke you here, you will not give. There are three mega heroines, no? There are others. I know I'm half a edu- half <laughs> Antigone, Electra, Medea. That's my order. My favorite one is Medea. You go beyond mother's electra hysterical in a very good sense. I think hysteria is for authentic psychoanalyse, a very radical position. Hysteria is a questioning of subjectivity. Hysterical answer is you, ideology. You tell me I'm your servant, I'm your mother, but am I really that? Why am I that? I absolutely prefer the other two heroines.
3: Um, actually, you just quoted three plays that were quoted in the play tonight. Um, this is
0: Marx. Yes, uh, I hope you are quite that You noticed some, <laughs> at least 20, 30 references. Like the final scene when Antigone gives uh, the, the microphone. Ex- the chef, chief, hey, it's I I microphone. It's, it's, from, it's, it's from Verhurtes Guten, a short poem by Brecht. When then they say, it's not just, it's not worth it's gun. Okay, you're a good guy, so we will shoot you with a good gun and bury you in good earth, and
1: so on. It's all, it's all full of uh, quotations. And so that you will not accuse me of total idiocy. I
0: know that Kol Nidre is, I think, from 16th century. They only invented it. I mean was at least first recorded.
3: The liturgy, so,
0: yeah. Sorry? The, the liturgy, liturgy, yes. So I'm definitely not such an idiot who thought whatever. But I always laughed. Can would you tolerate to tell you my favorite Judeo-Christian Palestinian joke? Because I think the most perverted thing today is maybe this Beautiful playing with anachronisms. I believe in the explanatory power of anachronisms. Remember, when I go to Israel and then also across to Ravala, I discover, do you know that there are there still, there were years ago 20%, now there are still 5% uh, Palestinian Christians. They are the nicest people I met. They have an incredible sense of humor even of religious humor. You know who is Tiger Woods? Golf, no? Yeah, okay, you just have
1: to know this. A wonderful, soft, I will offend nobody, religious joke they told me, which is very
0: deep. It shows how God himself is not perfect. It's discentered, alienated from himself. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ was tired from his eternal preaching. So uh, he said... To one of his apostles, listen, let's take a break, let's go to Galilei and play golf there. So, Jesus hits it and misses, the ball goes to water. Jesus said, no problem, I'm God, and he walks on the water, picks up the ball, comes back. And the apostle told him, but listen, my Lord, my God, maybe you are not so good and so on, you know. No, Jesus said, but I can hit the stupid ball. So Jesus (laughs) hits it again, it goes again into the water. So then uh, Jesus again had to walk on the water to pick up the ball, and now comes the beauty. Anachronism. I love it. At that point, a group of American tourists on a bus comes by yeah. and is shocked. A guy there walking on the water and asks the apostle, But who is that guy who thinks he can walk on the water? Does he think he is Jesus Christ? You know what the apostle answers? No, it's much worse. He thinks he is Tiger Woods. You know.
1: <laughs>
0: That's what psychoanalyse. I'm so sad that it's my life project that Jews and Palestinians cannot make some kind of a stupid fucking peace. Because Palestinians are in some sense the Jews among the Arabs. They are doctors, the most enlightened, and what I find it so sad is that Palestinians are becoming aware that it's not only Israeli occupation other Arab nations also strictly manipulate them and so on and so on but we are moving from our target you know please uh, go on you know
3: uh, 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 I just need to breathe for a second So, um, well you wrote I I mean you wrote one play in your life uh, and you wrote about 7000 books so there's a reason why you wrote one play and not another or a book and I think that has to do with uh, the figure of Antigone because she is precisely this uh, uh, difficult object of trying to define what is the difference between subjectivity resistance identity heroism nature culture nation where do you belong and, um, I mean, here are the great actresses who did this. Um, we uh, tried to show that in your play and with your slightly humorous, and I find quite comical, actually, uh, invention of saying that...
0: Uh, uh, I agree with you here, but uh It's uh,
3: <laughs> uh, <so>, a... <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, a quite comical invention to say that Antigone exists three times and to be as a writer shut up you are uh, cowardly enough not to write the second ending really you said uh, a lot in your directions you say a lot of what already has been spoken gets repeated so we, we invented an Antigone that survives which is actually saying an Antigone that is no longer an Antigone Right.
0: Uh, you mean you mean? Sorry, uh, now I'm not interrupting. Just <laughs> clarification. When you say survive <laughs> person when with men, uh, they man reserve yeah, yeah. a flame ticket and yeah, yeah, uh, exactly,
3: yeah. So and uh, I mean an Antigone that survives that actually Creon gets killed, Hyron gets killed, tape burns because the people are upset because uh, 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 Antigone gets rescued by Creon uh, and then. Uh, uh, and uh, well, both of them, right? They both live in exile afterwards and uh, um, that is actually an interesting part of your decision to say there are three lives of Antigone. If there are three lives of Antigone one at least has to be one of an Antigone that survives. And Antigone, why? I'm
0: more cruel here. Can you explain why?
3: Well, because you wrote it, first of all, but yeah. secondly uh, uh um, and secondly that they can't I mean t- the rest of the lives of Antigone that die of course we can find hundreds of ways why somebody dies I and mean, then she could have cancer or she could uh, be run <laughs> over by a car or something but uh, if she dies because of her actions there's two versions one because Chaon kills her or the second because the people kill her and both of those options are in your play mm-hmm. the second option is Cabin burns Graham was right to say no I can't accept what you are trying to do because otherwise the city will burn and the city actually burns because he accepts it and then these two bitches uh, these two women take a a, a plane uh, and take their Oedipus money to another city and survive and what is a, what is an Antigone that survives I think, Uh, in in a certain sense, I'm not quite done yet. In a certain sense, this is exactly what you're politically trying to propose, to say we need to develop relationships in these kind of opposing uh, moments, like, for example, Israel and Palestine, where the
0: heroes don't die, they survive. They become, they come together. Yes, but here again, it's my professional deformation as a philosopher. I like to mystify things. I think it's a horrible thing, and I don't like Trump. It's an abomination, but that Donald Trump will maybe survive, if we will all survive his reign, (laughs) as the ultimate president of Avoiding conflict did, did you notice how often he plays this game? He talks a lot, threatens then all the world is on the edge. A madman has his finger on the on the on the, on the uh, button of the atomic and then game. he
3: goes and plays both mm-hmm. sorry and then he goes and plays yeah, both isn
0: 't it clear I have friends in Iran who are half arrested, but nonetheless though, he, he told me this was a wonderfully done negotiated settlement uh, after uh, after uh, Trump ordered the killing of that General Soleimani, they made a precise deal of how Iranians can bomb some empty whatever uh, uh, military barracks, be sure that nobody is hurt, and they defuse the tension. It's the same with uh, with North Korea. With all the talking, Trump actually defused the tension some American leftists who hate Trump uh, proposed the reading, uh, sorry, bombastic terms, claimed that if Hillary were to be the president, the possibility of a war with either Iran or North Korea would have been much greater. The reason I worry about Trump are, are at... Uh, are at, uh, are at uh, are at uh, another level but if I'm, I made something because you mentioned Oedipus no, you know where I um, may be not disagree yeah. but uh, read please forget about Hegel I even disagree with Hegel here who has this classical definition Oedipus tragic hero he didn't know what he is doing but in this typical tragic way he nonetheless had to take responsibility Please read Sophocles this doesn 't happen in,
3: in Sophocles Re-
0: wait a minute uh, uh, Sofa, uh, Oedipus at the end he doesn 't admit anything he, There is no tragic recognition. Oh my God, he said no i didn 't know it was not fake in the sense that I am objectively responsible. Part, part three now comes. Oedipus et colonus, that's my true hero. It is as
1: if finding herself in this, himself, in this totally destitute position,
0: she's finally free.
3: And she what gets... does he say to Antigone? Sorry? What does he say to Antigone?
0: Okay, I don't know. Meh. Meh. No. Meh. a bet. A bet. Objectively lying, five years of gulag. Well, Cor-
1: I- check it out.
3: I-, I learned, I from, it, it I learned up. from you that objectively lying is one of the paths
0: to the truth. You will learn yes, this in yes, gulag when we take over. Check it up. I, for long years, do does any of you uh, know Oedipus uh, at colonos. Corus said this me and all that bullshit yeah. the best luck the best luck is not to be born at all yeah. and in my tasteless way I hope this will amuse you I propose this to a Slovene agency as the best pro-abortion <laughs> campaign the best luck for an unwanted child is not to be born and we <laughs> arrange it for you but that's my taste but what I wanted to say I love Odi, <laughs> uh, Oedipus at Colonus who is not this wise old guy, you know, reconciled with fate. He knows what he wants to fuck up ruin Debes, his city, and to sell his death as expensively as possible. But whom to profit? He is a wonderful character. At the end, when he is totally deprived of all humanity, he finally has his desire free. So he is my. Opinion. And
3: he a Oedipus. Sorry? And he found Oedipus Incorporated.
0: That' what I like. Just don't forget something. I don't have the time to go into it today. It can be developed in a nice way. Jacques Lacan did it. Oedipus doesn't have an Oedipus complex. <laughs> wrong. Oedipus just did it, screw his mother and so on. But he didn't know it, there was no unconscious investment or whatever. I totally distrust this vulgar psychoanalytic reading, what if Antigone wanted to fuck Polynices or whatever incest. Paradoxically, now you will say, but we call it incest, Oedipus complex. You know, Claude Lévi-Strauss, the great anthropologist, mentions one American... No, sorry? Oh, yeah. uh, a North American tribe where who, which claim that all dreams have a sexual meaning except directly sexual dreams. And I think it's the same will. All families are in Oedipus complex except the Oedipus family. <laughs>
3: Um, I, I think by uh, Lapta Keaton here were trying to show this uh, in part today that some of them have one and some of them don't. Um, but the
0: question is is it still a political issue? The question, it is, yeah. No, no, wait a minute. Yeah. I am not totally against Antigone vulgar and I learned, I've learned. i learned my feminist think about your is, friend Judith Butler you know, the, think
3: about your friend Judith Butler that you love so much
0: I yes. love so much her personally with
3: yes. some good terms yes. but not theoretically
0: yeah, yeah. because you know if you read her book Antigone's Claim they can notice something which is for me as a Stalinist theoretical policeman one feature which betrays her uh, all this humanist Defenders of Antigone. She stands for all oppressed, excluded, and so on. They have a problem with her emphatic statement it's only for my brother that I'm doing it, not others.
3: I, uh, now you're talking Hegel. N-
0: uh, yes, Hegel has a shady, I don't like his theory. The problem is that so many
4: interpreters throughout the centuries
0: tried to explain this away as a later insertion, no, this couldn't have been Antigone, and so on. Goethe, famously, even, said okay. that, yeah. Goethe famously said that. He yes. wished that this was not yes, a, a, but it is. And even, typically, unfortunately, uh, she does the same, Judith Butler. She does. No, I think, and I agree with Judith and other great feminists who point out that the beauty of Antigone ist nicht in was sie bietet. Es ist nur pure, sacred, apolitical. Aber die Art, wie sie agiert, ist in einer Art, die öffentlich und öffentlich nur für Männer in dieser Gesellschaft ist. Das ist die Wahrheit von ihr.
3: Wenn man heute zu einer Oedipus Inc. Treffen geht und man sagt Mama, weiß man nicht, wie viele sich umdrehen und bei Papa schon gar nicht.
0: Hm. Uh, No, don't provoke me in this, because you are addressing me as a Slovene, and we have a wonderfully trigger warning, if you are politically correct, vulgar Oedipal jokes. (laughs) Like a Slovene classic is a small son asks his mother, mommy, what is Oedipus complex? You know what mother answers? Shut up and go on fucking clean. <laughs> Let's not go into that. Let's not go into that. But Can I add another story? A uh, more serious thing, but i not... How much else do you have on your list? This is the last one. In two parts. <laughs> the first one is, why Antigone? I don't know how it is with you, but in Slovenia, my country, When we became independent and so on, Uh, Antigone was the absolute national heroine. The idea was communists at the end of the World War II killed all the collaborators with the Nazis without proper judgment. I'm glad you speak to my actors, but there's a lot of No, I'm a Stalinist. They are the party. And I only... They are nomenclatura. Fuck you, you are ordinary party party members. Because, you know, Stalin said this wonderfully he said, our greatest treasure are people. That is to say cadre, nomenclatura. As if others don't count. But no, uh, 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 a more serious... Not reproach, but maybe... Why I liked your staging, maybe I didn't understand it the way you meant it, and I want to ask you this. Uh, Oh. You know, my God, I would like to see you in gulag. You know, you take my words, and then you add all those songs and so on. No, 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 no. Uh, The usual reading would have been Words are pathetic and so on. It is in this acting out that you get a more authentic existential position. I think it's the opposite. Pure ideology is in all that dancing and so on. That's the pure ideology. I I see that as, like, I say something, what does it ideologically mean? Uh, Here you have... The song and so on. So I, so I read again that part where you have spontaneous outbursts and so on. As, wie sagt man das auf Deutsch, reinen Zustand. Yeah. 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 Or Absolutely. A revisionist who just no. pretends to follow the party no, no, line, but.
3: No, I mean, uh, this is a. Uh, I mean, you are not really a theatre author. I'm sorry to tell you that you're a brilliant guy, but. Uh, we display needs to be played, and to find this ideological this connection between ideology and subjectivity, you need to invent uh, connections and pop music and uh, other elements are formed ah, to do okay, that. okay.
0: My last <coughs> question: Do you know what that me? I laughed when you mix. I saw all the pop music and so on It's but very hard to see a play that you wrote I get it No,
1: no, no, but you know
0: what I was tempted to do what was my dream uh, You remember repeat two, three times that the most fa- put it, the biggest hit of Antigone you know uh, many ungehoher monsters but nothing more ungeheuer. But that's elderly, nor monstrous like men. You know what I would like to do there, I imagined. You are too young to remember, maybe you heard it from your parents or what. In the 50s, before rock proper, you had this disgusting with sweet violins. Uh, pop music, like, do you remember some of you, Elderan Como, Caterina Valente, Connie Francis, this... One? I would like to have that chorus sang in this sweet way by some pop singer, you know, because that's, I think, the most stupid part of the entire play. I don't see anything deep in it. I, think, I, think, I
3: think, you think you need to find an 80-year-old director for that, uh, because, yeah. uh, I'm uh, approaching that so you know uh, uh, and uh, I mean some of uh, the music uh, no, but uh, you know what Slovenian I wanted trends? to say sorry.
0: I wanted to say that I'm, I have a great I hope you don't love this line of mind it will minimally
4: amuse you but I mean
0: it very seriously uh, I have I despise incredibly deep thoughts and wisdoms. I think they are inherently conformist Whatever you do, you can always found a proverb that will class. Sorry, yeah. I For example, let's say you're in a risky situation. You take the risk and you succeed. And then I don't know how you have it in German. In my language, you can say it rhymes. It sounds better. Only those who risk profit. Like you should take risks. Let's say you take a risk, you fail. You have another deep wisdom. It says, it's very vulgar, I like it, you cannot urinate against the wind. You know. (laughs) This is wisdom. I will prove it to you in another way, very short. Let's take the relationship between our earthly life and some higher spiritual eternity. If I tell you, dismiss earthly life, the only truth is spiritual eternity. If I say it, I cannot be the right tone, it will sound as a wisdom. If I say the opposite, don't trust eternal life. We probably will never reach it. Enjoy carpe diem, enjoy the moment. It will sound as a wisdom. If I tell you, don't fall for this difference. Try to discover eternity in earthly life. It will sound as a wisdom. If I tell you again the opposite, you we are split between
1: eternity and. Live now, and this is our eternal fate, it will sound a wisdom. So,
0: I'm, I am always, I think chorus is usually in Greek plays the place for stupidity. And that's why that was my idea. What if the chorus itself is no longer so stupid?
3: So, you think we were not stupid enough?
0: No. But chorus at the end, finally, and I like very much, yeah, I appreciated no, I, no. it. How did you call it? Duhkweren or what? Yeah, This how actors change. This reminds me of what I do like about Brecht, you know. Brecht, uh, when he said how his
1: masname should be performed. Yeah. He insisted that it must be performed
0: literally for actors to learn so that each of them goes through... All, and incidentally my Ja Sager Sager was even the model for my Antigone there you also have you that. wrote that
3: actually yeah in yes. the first line you know the first line of your introduction you yeah. tell us that yeah, yeah yeah
0: but also you know other films that I liked. you have then Kislowski, his best film Prichipadek Blind Chance usually three versions then you have of course it's commercial Lola Rent. L- Lola Rent and so on you know and I,
1: I, I like this idea of to understand what
0: happens, you have to include what might have happened but didn't happen. You have to have the entire span to get the... You know, I'm a Hegelian, and I'm sorry to tell you, I use it not too much, just, I would say, ten times in my last book, one wonderful joke from maybe the Microphone. greatest in Hollywood, Ernst Lubitsch. You know that coffee joke. You know, a guy goes to a cafeteria and says, can I get sorry, can I get uh, coffee with uh, coffee with cream, please? And the waiter says, sorry I cannot give you, no, he says, can I get water, sorry can I get coffee but without cream, please? And the waiter says sorry sir, we don't have cream but only milk, so we can only give you coffee without milk. You know, (laughs) that's what Hegel meant with Bestinte negation that it, uh, although materially plain coffee is the same as coffee without cream, but symbolically it's not the same. And in this sense, I think what happened can really happens
3: can only be understood against the background of what might have happened. Well, I think this is. Uh very good moment in which my to God. open you really despise me I, I right. love hate you for decades by now it's all, it's all good uh, um, my,
0: but I, I, I will to open it two for two questions yeah, but just a, mean, do you can want they, to ask can the they really players tell me yeah. in a very naive way pre-Brechtian even you actors where do you stand if you were at a gun point let's say I'm a really hardline SS or KGB again <laughs> and I tell you ok choose which of the three versions do you have a position or are you Antigone softest nonetheless we, 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 we had, had a discussion first. a lot of times uh,
3: And uh, ok tell me what was
0: the uh,
2: please. Uh, actually we, we had this moment in the rehearsal together the director asked us two questions which end would you like to happen, and which one do you think is realistic? And it's actually—it was a great violence to all of us, I think. This question is violence. In which sense? Violence. Uh, well, are you working on a play uh, and all the complexity of it, and all the questions that you are asked as actor, as player, as figure, as member of group, mm? as thinker, maybe, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you need to answer that question—that's very brutal. <laughs> And um, we all made the round. I'm not sure we want to start again. (laughs) I said, for me, the one I wish for would be the third. You are? Oh, my communist friend. Perfectly. (laughs) 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 And the realistic one would be between one and two in our world.
0: Yeah, because, you know, that's what I wanted to say, that Creon might be a compromise whatever, but sorry if he is right in his judgment we cannot be sure then it's a really tough decision like uh, it's ethical to allow antigone to do it but what if hundreds of people will die because of it i'm not saying how to decide i'm saying that it's a serious dilemma
2: of course for me it's very clear that antigone is not a, an angel right yeah that she's yeah. a real bitch i mean and i very much like to replay this kind of figure Obviously, I
0: hope this works also for you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> that you have a picture. Okay, so please.
5: please. Uh, as I remember, most of us prefer the third ending with the choir, and uh, I said that I don't trust the choir. The chorus. At uh, the, chorus. the chorus. Sorry. Uh, the chorus um, yeah, because as you said uh, he's also, uh, he's as stupid as all the others <laughs> and um, so I prefer an ending uh, which is Do you imagine, endi- sorry, a fourth ending maybe, uh, totally an endless uh-huh. ending which is an uh, uh, annäherung. I understand, yeah, yeah, Uh Actually, I forgot what I said. (laughs) Um, So I don't believe in the third... I I would prefer the third ending uh, either. No, but I agree with you because you know where I am careful.
0: I am not saying now they will have a perfect people's democracy after that. Maybe even a worse terror will emerge. I am not saying it will not. I am just saying it's an authentic outburst. But... Like October Revolution also was an authentic outburst and look at what happened in, in ten years, you know. I'm also, I'm not as naive as, may, as it may appear, but you know what's for me important in this idea of three endings? How often in our actual political life we have a certain opposition portrayed to us by the media? For example, either Western liberalism or some fundamentalism. But what if this opposition is not the real choice? What if this opposition is wrong? I often suspect that the way big struggles today are portrayed by the big media, that they already somehow falsify, obfuscate where the real problem is. For example, very briefly, in Frank, the United States today, the big opposition will Trump prevail this neo fascism authoritarian all uh, democracy. But for me, the whole problem is that Trump <coughs> didn't fall from the sky. Obviously, there was something wrong in this democratic hegemony of the last decades that all of a sudden the space was open for a disgusting figure like Trump. So I think it's not enough to say, of course, against Trump, I am for uh, democracy. No, one should ask, what did we do wrong so that a monster like Trump was possible? That would be my ultimate position. Be skeptical about what officially is presented to you as the big struggle
3: today. I want to just
0: uh, actually quote Daniela, if
3: I may, the first week when we said, uh, you said, okay, Cizek wrote three innings, why not 54? But it's, uh, uh, I think that is a question that we <laughs> asked ourselves often. Um, at the same time, we had this author, and he wrote three well, do you know, I report on this. Sorry, I know you should answer,
0: but uh, 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 immediately. But do you know, I write this about this in my introduction. I, I read somewhere that it's kind of a half-proven, not really. And I love this for historical reasons. Uh, it tells us a lot, it gives us good reasons against fetishizing um, original, authentic version. Do you know that Sophocles is not the original version? As far as we can reconstruct the myth, there was an earlier version which sounds much more modern melodramatic. If somebody were to stage that version today, you would have been accused for cheap Hollywood melodrama. What happens is that? You mean Antigone with a child? Yeah, and they escape, eh, and the child returns 20 years later to take revenge, and so on, and so on. <laughs> I mean, and I think that uh, uh, <coughs> living antique, we should get rid of this romantic myth of original, authentic version. To give you my last example, I think, unfortunately, I always repeat myself, I also quoted in my introduction, an excellent Inuit, once we call them Eskimos, just so that you know, Inuit film, Fast Runner, which states an ancient Inuit myth, but which in its original version, two tribes or two parts of a tribe, they kill each other, totally tragic ending. This film has a happy ending, half happy ending, okay. And then a stupid multiculturalist liberal attacked the director. Oh, you, you fell into, Europe, into Hollywood commercialism. Why didn't you stick to the original? And the director, an excellent Inuit artist who unfortunately died of cancer, <laughs> gave him a perfect answer. He said, no, you are an European imperialist. He said, because this obsession with authentic original is your European obsession. He said in our Inuit tradition it's considered normal to change the story, to rewrite it again and again for the contemporary occasion. So I am a great believer in no, it's not so much non-authenticity as that's what I like about if you really look at them, about traditional cultures, like another story which may amuse you, a very short one. Years ago, I visited New Zealand, and I found them contact with some group of painters, and first they gave me their authentic bullshit. They later admitted to me, it's just to fascinate Western visitors, and they said, you Western people technologically explosive nature. We are in a dialogue with nature. Before we paint a mountain, we ask the mountain for permission, and so on. Okay. Uh, One week afterwards, we become friends. And they told me the truth. Yeah, yeah, you ask the mountain, but you ask especially your representative in New York,
1: who
5: tells you
0: what's fashionable. And they told me at that point, the fashionable thing was Sacred objects, old temples in ruins, with here and there a naked feminine body. No, and they told me with wonderful irony, they took care that this is what the mountain told them. You know, and I told them, no, we are not non-authentic. Don't, don't. You have the. I hate they also. They hate white people. Even some American Indians, Native Americans, told me this when I visited them in Missoula, Montana, uh, uh, that they hate... No, just, okay, let's finish the sentence. They hate white people who come to them and tell them, we live the alienated line, consumerists in big cities, you have your authentic, modest life, they said. They always answer them, okay, let's change positions, no? Give me your nice Los Angeles villa and you can come to live in my No no there there. Ich habe gesprochen.
3: Also, wenn ihr euch traut, oder noch mehr
0: Was kaum in Netzwerk, ah, da oben gibt's
3: irgendwie
4: So much. Um, at first, I want to congratulate you. Uh, the last, last time I saw you was in HSD. I think it's three years ago at this Marcus Gabriel uh, conference here in Düsseldorf about design or something. And back then I was an anarchist, and right now, yeah, you uh, convinced me of a more communist stance. And this is my first question, actually, because I know. That
3: Thanks to our play, hopefully. Yeah, of
4: course, also, also because of that. Um, and um, my first question is. Uh, I know there is a new forthcoming book which is called For a Left to, That Dares to Speak Its Name. And um, I'm actually an organized leftist. I was with Varoufakis in his DM in 25 and I'm also yeah. with D. And There's also another uh, group that's probably... The, has, uh, okay, probably not the list Ask the question. Uh, not yet, but okay. Um, I have actually three questions, but this is the first one. So I want to know... Do you think, because I'm in a struggle, arguing with many people, let's let's call it democracy in Europe movement, uh, I don't know communism in Europe movement or something like that, do you think it is indispensable to revive uh, the term? Or can we just, you know, uh, implement communis- uh, communism without te- without n- naming it communism? If you really ask this
3: question, you'll be sitting here for an hour and a half with him. <laughs> no,
4: but I'll okay. we'll try
0: to answer
3: very briefly. But,
4: right? but uh, uh, qu- first, my second, my other questions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the yeah. other question is... Um, uh, we consider ourselves accelerationists, not in this vulgar sense that we, uh, yeah, yeah. A, that we think that capitalism will destroy itself or something, but in this uh, sense that uh, yeah, people wrote a book or the Accelerationist Manifesto, certain Checking Williams yeah. and so on, uh, they want to give more scope to leftist thought and so yeah, on, yeah. think big questions and so on. But they always take recourse on the Lösen Gatari and mostly on anti and thousand plateaus. Yeah. And I know you don't like this book. So do you think or do you think about reconciling this? Because this is a huge huge movement on the left that partly yeah, has the same objectives like you but has okay. theoretical problems. Mm-hmm. And the last one is kind of a joke question. I know you wanted to stage Parsifal and uh, all the guys would be drug addicts and so on as an opera. Uh, have you done it yet? Will you do it someday? Do you want to do it in this world, please? Uh, No,
0: but, but, uh, okay, very briefly with the last one. Yes, to be, before I became a philosopher, I dreamt of having been an opera director. And my dream was to take a classical big opera and not in this postmodern way you change everything, just a small change. And I think Parsifal, I hope you know it, the story, would have worked wonderfully if you put it in some decaying suburb of a big megalopolis and the Grail community is obviously a drug distributing circle when they distribute Grail they distribute drug
3: I think it's called a, The Wire it's a TV series yeah.
0: mm-hmm. well, I have problems with that oh, yeah. and then a uh, is of course uh, uh, prostitution yeah. and it's simply the story is that the guy who runs prostitution wants to take control of <laughs> so, but, uh, no, uh, uh, more serious, the other two questions, accelerationism, I have, I will not go into details now, you said it's one hour and a half, where I am in some sense accelerationist, it's only in this one, I absolutely don't buy this idea, popular in some third world countries, that to fight global capitalism we should look, that was the fashionable term when I was younger. Local sites of resistance, you know. You find some remainders of a culture there which may. No, I think the Marxist, Marxist basic lesson remains. Capitalism may be alienating, blah, blah, blah. But only through the zero point of capitalism can we reach, maybe. I'm very sceptic. New new form of freedom. I think that all these local cultures and so on can be perfectly integrated into today's uh, uh, into today's global capitalism. But the first question, you know, I use the term communism first because I want to oppose socialism. Recently, even people like uh, Elon Musk and Bill Gates proclaim themselves socialists, in some sense. Socialism is a worthless term. It means thus, I can play my dirty market games, but yeah, I care about people, and so on. Uh, Why communism? No, Of course, I'm not an idiot. I know that... Okay, maybe I am, but nonetheless. I know that uh, 20th century communism... It wasn't simply a fiasco, it's a very tragic story. It had one big triumph, if by communism we mean reign of the Communist Party. It's China. I don't think, very rarely in history of humanity, was there in a couple of decades such an explosive success. But we should take a lesson in it. How did the Chinese succeed? The 20th century European left, two things authoritarian state power and brutal market competition and the Chinese combined precisely (laughs) these two so uh, what I mean is this the problems we are facing today, not only these three, there is also uh, women's oppression, all that uh, gay rights and so on LGBT plus, but the one I think at least appears most pressing are ecology new forms of digital control I think it's a crucial struggle today Uh, who will control the digital space and of course mass movements of population uh, uh, fluctuation and so on and I think all are problems of commons in the sense nature is our common space it cannot be left to market and so on also not to state control I don't think this was the Stalinist solution, or Chinese tried it. It's the same with uh, uh, di- digital space. It's the same with immigrants. It's, that's why, not because I don't uh, appreciate immigrants. That's why I have great mistrust in humanitarianism. Because it's not... Slava, you're
3: becoming an anarchist in your old age.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm for stronger international order. If there will come a really strong ecological catastrophe, it simply cannot be solved, it's clear today, at the level of nation-state. We will... It's Okay, maybe this is a utopia, but then we are lost. Some kind of international coordinated movement with some kind of real power is the only which is not controlled neither by nation states nor by international market. I see an absolute urgency in this. And I'm not proposing any model how this will look. And I even admitted that this is a great problem. I mean I take for example in Venezuela today. It's an extremely sad story because before it got corrupted, I had connections there. I know. Chavez tried to find some new formula, giving factories to workers and so on and so on. Basically, it was not just American embargo, it all failed. So if you ask me for whom I am, here and there, there are miracles. Just to conclude, uh, for example, Bolivia, Morales and especially vice president, Linera, whom I knew, they were doing something, they were not often in newspapers. Look at the economic data... Economy was growing 5% per year. They they didn't do anything stupid. You know, the usual story of two radical lefties, okay, leave them in power for two, three years, they will screw up everything. The reason they had to do a coup against Morales is that he, fa- he didn't fail, he succeeded. So again, I'm very modest. I don't have simple solution, but I think communism is for me more a negative name. How to deal with these pressing problems of commons? And again, the true utopia for me, as I always repeat it, is not, oh, what you wanted the true utopia is that we are not doing so bad, and let's carefully stick to what we are doing now, we will somehow survive. No, we will not. Okay. Okay.
3: It's getting late people, so um, what should we say, three more
0: questions? You know, I would like to give this cheap wisdom, pseudo-Zen Buddhism, like listen to silence, clap with one, one hand or whatever. But the lady here, did you raise your hand or did you want to scratch your hair?
6: No.
0: I always have this semantic opening, you know. It was
6: more a comment than a question. but Please. When you mentioned the many deaths of Antigona when not 54 and the perpetuation of uh, death through the many lives and the many deaths yeah. I kind of thought of the idea of Mussolini hanging from the Esso station Sorry, for which station? Esso station in Milano Mussolini hanging from the ESO station with his uh, mistress Ah, uh, yeah, idea yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a great backdrop for that idea and then turning that picture upside down you get a Tifosi in the football making the wave, have you realised that?
0: Sorry, you get the...
6: The Tifosi. If you turn the picture upside down... Yeah? You get the image of a Tifosi. You I didn't
0: know this, sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. try,
6: try to turn the right. picture Tifosi. upside... down yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Making the way. La Ula. La Ula.
0: But is this only football? Because I know that in American baseball and so on, you also get this.
6: But, but you don't get up with Mussolini.
0: Uh, what's my your point here? Can I just ask you something more? Because you know... Uh, <laughs> I, I know you probably didn't mean this, but I'm always suspicious about those liberal leftist critics who say, yes, fascism, mass movement, coordinated masses. But are you aware that Hitler took this from social democracy? That originally... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 I know you will say this. <laughs> Five years more in gulag. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, quite seriously, that it was part of his fake this idea of... Because, you know, social democrats were from the beginning aware of something that my friend Alain Badiou insists on. (laughs) Those in power have arms, police power. What people only have is large number and discipline.
6: I completely agree with you, because I think he was smart enough to make the two main axes, the one of recognition and identity, national identity, Mm -hmm. cross the one of distribution. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole Polangi story right now with Nancy Fraser and the two axes the axis of distribution, acknowledgement yeah. and, and uh, identity uh, I think Hitler was smart I enough I agree to and, make and it when content. you mentioned
0: Nancy Fraser ok she's closer to Habermas I don't agree with her uh, but she wrote,
6: did you read it,
0: an excellent book criticizing American mainstream feminism how it got totally
6: sorry know. The new one with the 99%... No, I mean
0: this... For example, do you know that the mainstream American feminism supported American invasion of Iraq with the idea it will give greater rights to women? It's totally the opposite. Saddam was a nightmare, brutal, torturing thousands. But he was a secular nationalist, basically, who gave pretty strong positions to women nonetheless. As far as anybody except him could have. and so that, so that paradoxically, isn't this a tragedy? Okay, United States easily occupied Iraq, but now the position of women is much worse. The position of, you
6: know, sorry, Foucault, right? Sorry, Foucault did the same.
0: No, but he did it with uh, Iran, <laughs> Iran. <laughs> It was.
6: Let's State not. Yeah, but what I want, uh, what I want to say is that is that uh, and uh, uh,
0: their problem was like of Saudi Arabia, uh, limiting Iranian influence, and the result of American occupation was that now Iran is stronger than ever in Iraq, and it's practically taking it over. I really think that. Which is
6: terrible for Palestinians. As terrible well.
0: for Palestinians. <laughs> and if I may be a little bit arrogant, here at least, only here, we are still friends, a little bit sympathy for Europe. You know what is Trump doing? Listen, how the Syrian crisis was maybe for the time being resolved. <laughs> Deal between Turkey and Russians. We occupy this part, they that part. Libya now the same. But you know what this means? That Russia together with Turkey will totally control the pipelines, oil supply to u- Europe and will be able to squeeze us at any point.
6: I, I come from the second world. I'm a Spaniard myself. Well, I, I'm a Spaniard. I come from the second world. Which one?
0: I didn't get the country.
6: I'm a Spaniard. I'm why Spanish. Do you, why do you think this is
0: second? Uh, we
6: are an intervening country.
0: How do you stand to Catalonia?
6: Um. No, 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 no. Sorry, I don't want. Uh, no, 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 no.
0: Sorry, very briefly. I don't want now another debate.
6: Okay. But I was can always I, can I make for Catalonia
0: till I learned. Do you know how how high are Putin's investment in? He supports Catalonia in the back because Putin supports
6: everything that
0: uh, that weakens Europe.
6: Yeah. You, I mean. Now I talk okay, some I make two caveats. I endorse yes. all your jokes, and I tell them to all my friends. Uh, that means I'm Also
0: not, the dirty ones?
6: Also the dirty ones. <laughs> in Spain, you can do that as a woman. I don't know, in Germany. <laughs>
3: she means she's a very brave woman these days.
1: That's
6: yes. Um, um, I think it's interesting that we are revisioning the whole national structure of Spain through these movements, but we shouldn't forget that the movement in Catalonia was begun uh, by the high... Bourgeoisie yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Nationalists. My
0: solution is also in this sense that, you know,
6: it's not just as
0: simple as honest, independent... I think Cat-
6: Spain is very much like Yugoslavia was.
0: Huh?
6: And you have places like Extremadura and middle of Spain that are so, you know, the brave of everything, and the Catalonians are behaving like the, the rich... But they are the
0: rich part. Only Basques are richer. And they, re- they rebel even more, at least they did.
6: <laughs> We they, they, get, some we, people even hold the we will have a beer afterwards. Okay, Sorry.
0: Sorry. I would we
3: like have, to we'll, go on, but we. Uh, we have. Um, <laughs> we said three questions, but this was basically ten already. Um, so there's two hands. So let's take those two and then we
4: stop and you
3: discipline yourself a little bit, okay? <laughs> no. Uh,
5: Hello, um, often in your uh, videos you said um, happiness is uh, not something to um, perceive and um, I know a lot of people who are really really broken and depression is rising and How can we uh, defeat capitalism and solve problems like climate change if we are all broken? What do you... um, You mean, sorry, uh, no, I'm not
0: interrupting you, just explanation. You mean broken psychologically or economically? No,
5: uh, psychologically. Psychologically, yeah. You um, so how do we um, get out um, of this and a lot of people are feeling like victims and if we... Feel like it, uh, we don't have the power to uh, fight, and um, how do we can get out of it? Okay, this is what they call in TV is a million dollar
0: question, you know. no? But my, uh, my main answer would have been that we shouldn't approach the question in these terms, you know, like, as a psychological question you don't get out of depression by thinking about depression all the time you must change the terrain, not care about it to move out of this domain, that's for me the big problem of today's left, in such a subtle way, even for example racism how the middle class politically correct activists approach it, they like to reflect reformulate racism as a question of tolerance which is already an uh, ideological operation all of a sudden it's not a problem our class differences whatever but why don't I tolerate you then you make a next pseudo-psychoanalytic step because I'm projecting into you some of my traumas and then we are in this suspicious sphere and so on and so on so I agree with you that uh, the, uh, the this is maybe we cannot offer clear solutions, leftist theorists, philosophers today. Maybe our main task is to denounce wrong questions. How? To formulate a problem in a certain way can precisely enforce the mystification, can make it impossible to, to resolve it. That's why for me very naively, I don't idealize him, but Bernie Sanders offers a totally different approach. He doesn't complain about victimization and so on and so on and it's incredibly sad how now not only Donald Trump, of course, and his side but even the majority of the establishment Democratic Party, now they are at Bernie Sanders, you know. And all the progressives, truly progressives, like all those, the squad called by Trump, young ladies, Alexandria Ocavio Cortes, and so on, stood for Bernie Sanders. So, you know, problem is resolved for me here by by changing the terrain, not by getting, by getting stuck into it, even, but so that you will not think that I simplify things here. That's what I find I've written about it. Maybe some of you know the text. So interesting in the figure of Joker from the movie. Some of my friends made a totally wrong leftist reading, like Joker is a metaphor of Trump. No, my point was, if you compare Joker with Trump, it's an insult to Joker, not to to Trump. Joker, for me, in all his madness and so on, does something beautiful. He identifies with his mask. He rejects to play these games. Did my mother screw me up? What did I do wrong? Joker is misread as a film of deep psychological analysis. Let's look what happened to him, what traumas and so on. No. The message is you identify with your mask, you Absolutely reject to get caught into these uh, deep roots and so on and so on. And maybe to conclude with my one of my intellectual heroes, Jacques Lacan, he had the same problem. Friends were telling me, older people knew him, that Lacombe behaved in public in a very affected, typically French way, you know, these artificial manners. And then, of course, as a typical bourgeois subject, I was asking all of them, But tell me, how was he privately like? Was he more funny, humor? And they told me a wonderful thing. In private, he was exactly the same. It was never possible to catch, oh, now finally he is a warm human person like us. I think that all true leftists do something like this. The thing to avoid absolutely is this, how I put it, I believe in external fight, not in this deep, deep looking into your traumas and so on and so on. So I didn't answer a question, I know, but I hope I gave you, you know, sorry to amuse you, this is my old joke, but when I was young and when the crisis of the left began, you never, leftists were afraid to offer direct answers you know. Like they never in the sixties leftists were still writing books like Aesthetic Theory, Philosophy of Nature. Then it's a very subtle change. From the seventies, eighties on, typical leftist books had titles like Elements for a Future Theory of Aesthetic or what you Again, let's be careful. And then the story goes on and so sorry we don't have time. In postmodernism nineties, there was a new formula with horror I discovered that even I uh, uh, followed it, poetic title, explanatory subtitle, like I'm sorry for a very evil Melchopinist example, beat me harder, darling, the motive of feminine masochism in 19th century poetry, you know, like this was there, you know, and now I hope we are I'm absolutely for a return to kind of naivety. No, fuck it, we do economics of capitalism, we do cinema theory or whatever. Well,
3: I think... um there,
0: is, there let the man...
3: It's last man up, last, last woman up, last man up, I'm Sorry, sure. I'm myopic,
0: that's why I cannot say what sex it is. Yeah.
7: Bitte, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes, uh, thanks to your talk and to all those interesting questions. But
0: when you begin like this, you are sharpening your knife. Okay. Please, sorry.
7: Yeah. I okay. Um, I have two questions. I want to talk about art and culture. And uh, you write a piece. Uh-huh. You, you write a piece for a theater, and you don't uh, let be. Yeah, you don't destroy the stage or um, fight against the audience. So um, why do you uh, choose? This form of theatre. So you spoke about Bertolt Brecht and uh, yeah, Lehrstück. So uh, yeah, I go home tonight and think yeah, I see something from from Slavoj Zizek. And now, so that's my first question. So why do you choose this form? Um, my second question is um, yeah, Donald Trump and I think the president of the Ukraine. Um, come from the TV show so Mm -hmm. I use the German words they are in some kinds Schauspieler and um, yeah I ask me is democracy what we do is something of yeah yeah, piece of a theater is is democracy fuck up the English language um, Mm -hmm. yeah something of a big piece for theater what did you say? Okay, let me do it, go uh,
0: very, very briefly. First, you said this uh, Brecht and so on. I think we live in very strange times. I forgot her name, but it's not racism, it's senility again. I forgot her name. There is a cultural theorist of Chinese origins in the United States, my God, I'm so sorry, for, who wrote an excellent piece claiming that all these Verfremdung? Uh, strategy yeah, uh, by Brecht is now absolutely part of artistic mainstream. Yes. You are absolutely not I, allowed to identify That's to obvious.
1: sorry? That's yeah obvious. So I think that uh, I think that uh, it's very common observation I'm sure without any irony you know it better
0: than me that, uh, that you know uh, in the last decades this tendency to undermine and to transgress all uh, limits and so on and so on, functions, is so radicalized in art. For example, in England, I spoke with a friend of mine, a painter, who wants to do an exhibition with big tattoo supporters, Sachi and Sachi, Sachi Gallery, and they told him, what? You have less paintings. No, today it must be frames without a painting, it must be some statue of Christ in Urine, it has to be a dead cow or what. You know that sh- all these, uh, they are so perfectly incorporated that, uh, and also that's why, okay, now this will surprise you, but maybe it's a good ending. Uh, you know, some Media present today's big conflict as the conflict between, on the one hand, fanatical conservatives mm-hmm. and, on the other
4: hand, uh, uh, this postmodern naive. Naive. naive, no, they are
0: naive, postmodern ironies, you don't take any, anything seriously, blah, blah. I say, okay, but who is who if this totally manipulative, ironic attitude? is postmodernism then Donald Trump is the ultimate postmodern modern president. And if you look at somebody, and that's what I like at him, and Bernie Sanders is an authentic... Are they throwing us out, or what? Then I was looking for a course, uh, yeah. No, what I'm saying is that... But I like Bernie Sanders because he is... I even know, film, know people who know people who know him. <laughs> levels of separation <laughs> degrees, that she is a, a very naive moralist. He takes himself as I'm the true moral majority. And as a leftist I am I'm 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 tempted to do I'm tempted to do this. Uh, uh, another thing when uh, uh, sorry what was your yeah uh, Trump and so on. I think this is part of a larger movement, is it presents in Deutsche this Angela, Angela Nagle book, Kill All Normies. Yes, I advise you to read it. It's a very interesting book for which she was almost excommunicated, where she describes this reversal. At least 30, 40 years ago, when I was young, uh, you know, the official right, those in power, spoke the language of patriotism, dignity, respect. And lefty students were doing things like this, F-word, and so on. We are subverting power. But now, it's, this is the horror of the so-called alt-right, alternative right. They fully appropriated these obscenities. They are the only ones who are making dirty jokes, and so on. And the tragedy is that the path, the way to fight this chosen by the left is this uh, politically correct moralism against hate speech. I am against hate speech, but I think if you play this legalistic way of trying to, uh, of trying to regulate it, even... Uh, for example, many of my friends who are definitely leftists, I once was almost arrested for a dirty joke people in the whole... Uh, I, I think that when politics is moralized in this way, it's, uh, it's very dangerous. It means that you don't really have a positive, a positive uh, vision, and so on, and so on. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pessimist here. I'm a pessimist here because that's the tragedy. Trump is not just a Guy who miraculously manipulated uh, ordinary people and so on, don't, don't despise Trump supporters. They are desperate people. They clearly felt excluded in the sense that the democratic hegemony predominant didn't address their troubles. And so this is why I think that the only way, at least in the United States, for the return of the left... It's not what Joe Biden is doing to try to occupy the middle ground. We shouldn't go too much to the left, but more moderate. No, it's to directly address those impoverished, desperate white people who now vote for Trump. It's a very difficult operation. So I think the... But you know what also surprises me? That's Trump at its purest. First, the incredible obscenity of Trump... Did you read? It happened a month or two ago. We always think Trump went to the end, but then <laughs> he goes a step further. She is in conflict with some lady FBA agent, and some of her erotic conversations of phone became, I don't know how, public with her lover. And you can immediately found it on YouTube. You get Trump for two minutes among, in front of thousands of people, imitating her having orgasm and so on. Everybody thought now Trump is ruined. It not, but then this vulgarization is common. Did you read it a week ago, I read? You know the actress Gwyneth Paltrow? You know what she did? Did you read it? She put on market a candle and it's not, yeah, it's not implied. It says openly, the smoke smells like my vagina. I mean, here I'm a kind of a leftist moral conservative.
6: I stop now. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: and
3: Antigone, leftist moralism, um, conservatism. That's maybe a good ending. Uh, Thank no, you no, very no. much. Uh, uh, a <laughs>
0: I tell you in. Wait a minute. I this would happen even mine if by conservatism we mean ordinary people today who simply want some kind of basic decency and so on. We should not be afraid to tell them no in this bad sense. The true obscene revolutionaries are, the, are, 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 are this like Trump-like postmodern conservatives. We, the left, are the true authentic conservatives. If you are worried about uh, lack of dissolution of solidarity and so on, we should occupy that terrain. Not and get out of this logic of minority we should protect some tiny marginal uh, movement and so on of course we should do this but don't be afraid to really say to this simply worried confused majority we are with you
3: that solidarity is still the singular word of politics and speaking for the agora or with the agora as a Company that is based on solidarity and a basis democratic organization. I think this is a good company.
0: You no? told me yesterday, yeah, basis democracy, but yesterday you still met with the prime minister of that part of Belgium, you know. But I have nothing
1: against it. One should be brutally pragmatic here. I agree. <laughs> still,